Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. For eight centuries, the Irish Franciscans have had a presence in Athlone, but last year it was announced that they would be departing, though thanks to voluntary efforts, the fiery route will remain open for at least the next few months. Father Gabriel Kinnahan is guardian of the Franciscan community in Athlone. Gabriel, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sean. When did the Franciscans first come to Athlone? Approximately 1235, by about 10 years after the the death of St. Francis. They, 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 wow. they, came, they came in on the, the wake of the, the Norman invasion of Ireland. Yeah, and, and yeah. as I understand, they were there most of the time, but there was a period, uh, um, probably, I, I'm assuming, around the time of Cromwell, where they were expelled briefly. Yeah, they, they, initially they, they settled on the, uh, outside the Northgate Street in, uh, in Athlone there, where now you have the, the Radisson Blue Hotel. But then when... In the later centuries, then, when there was persecution and oppression, the friars had to uh, make many different uh, relocations, and, and sometimes they were in hiding and out on the on Loch Ree and would uh, come into Athlone. So they, would, they continued to, to have a presence, mm. uh, 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 engaged in pastoral ministry down through the centuries. And, the co- and then after the, after emancipation, then they settled uh, on Friar what is now called Friary Lane. Right, okay. And, and is it the same, so is it the same church or at least the same site that's been there since emancipation? Uh, the, the, the site is the same. They, the, the, the house was built about, about 1840 and they, but the present church uh, was only built in, the, in about 1930, 1932. Right. So there's still people around the town whose parents would have been involved in Fundraising, and even some people. There, there was one. There's one person across the road whose father was involved in building in building the church. So it's it's, it's only ninety years old and a beautiful church. Yes, and the decision, and obviously it must be a very painful decision for you all. But that decision to withdraw from Athlone, what what was that largely due to? If falling numbers, really, that's it. We just don't have the we don't have the manpower. Our our numbers have gone way down. I joined Franciscans about 1974, and there was 200 uh, flyers. That's what 40, 50 years ago, and um, today there are 76 Franciscan flyers, and only uh, roughly about 25 of those are under the age of 75. So that gives you a kind of a uh, a fair idea as to where we're at at the moment mm. in terms of being able to uh, being able to service the, the our our uh, our service churches around the country. Yeah, and the, so, so presumably as well, the numbers in Athlone have been dropping then dramatically as well. Oh yeah, I mean when I went to Athlone, there there was there was eleven of us in the community, and uh, up until last week we were down to uh, five men. And I, I at 66 years of age, was the youngest member of the community. Mm. The oldest, the oldest is uh, the the rest of the community were all in their 80s and 90s. Yeah. The oldest being 97. And yeah. the, the others, where, where are they? You know, what parts of the country would they be going to, or have they gone to already? No, yeah. On Monday, we all packed our bags and headed off. Uh, Seamus has gone to Venice, and Ralph to. Um, to Galway and uh, Ulick to um, 
to uh, Merchants Quay in Dublin, and myself and uh, brother Salvador are have gone to uh, Multi Farnham up outside Mullingar. Now, though, as I understand so, it, there was you know the community around you did kind of pull together a bit, and there uh, there is a, an attempt to still keep having masses in the church. Yeah, well, there's been a, a, there was a spontaneous response there. I didn't go looking for it, but a group of people came and asked, could they? Um, could they service the church basically or maintain the church and uh, so that they were the big concern was that they uh, that the the shutters would come down last monday mm. and uh, so this group has have volunteered to to keep the church open open it and close it um, conduct uh, prayer services in the church and i will travel up i will commute as was um down from multifarnham on a monday uh, tuesday morning for St. Anthony's Novena Mass, and then also to come down for the, a Sunday Mass at nine 9.30. Right, but okay. The, the, group will, uh, the group will engage in other kind of services throughout the week. So the church is remaining open, which was a great, a great relief to, uh, the, to the townspeople to know that it wasn't, the church wasn't closed. The friary is closed. The church is still still open for the foreseeable future. Right. Okay. So that's not not even just a temporary solution. You're hoping that'll just that'll stay in place. It's we're hoping. Uh, what we're hoping is that there will be a new bishop appointed uh, shortly. We can't. Uh, uh, we want to consult with with the with the local the local bishop before we do make any final decision on the future of the church. Because, you know, if, uh, let's say, uh, uh, another religious congregation was interested in relocating to Atlone, they can't do so without permission from the, the local ordinary, the bishop. Mm. So, that, so, that, so we're, we're, it's a kind of a holding operation that's going on at the moment. So is, is that possible? Is it likely another uh, religious congregation might want to move in? Well, we always live in hope. <laughs> there's always yeah, there's always that possibility there. Yeah. There are you know there are, I mean it has um the the, the friary in in um, in Waterford we we moved out of there last year and a, 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 a relatively new congregation of religious sisters have have uh, have come in and uh, have set up themselves in the old friary there. Right. So that you know, that's a that's, something like that is always possible. Okay, all right. So, so you don't know. I mean, who and is no. there is there one person it's up to to say what ha- say happens well, to the friary? Yeah, well, our our governance structure is what that uh, uh, we have a minister provincially he's called and Aidan McGrath. So he has responsibility for the the, the Irish Franciscan province. So the the book will stop with him really at the end of the day. He has to make I mean. He had to make the painful decision to, to close three friaries uh, this year: mm. like Waterford, Clonmel, and, uh, and then at Lone. So, yeah, the, the final decision will rest with him as to what happens with the church. Yeah, I assume that the, the numbers of people attending mass in the church had also gone down over the years. It, it, I was very surprised. You know, w- w- the, uh, the, we had this notion that after the, the with, with the lockdown with COVID that numbers would, would never come back to what they were. Mm. I was really, I'm really surprised that in post-COVID, the numbers have actually increased. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite amazing, really. But they know that the 9.30 on a Sunday, the numbers have gone, uh, w- w- went way, way up. So right. 
Yeah, oh no, there was no, there's been no kind of fall off in numbers of people attending the church, supporting the church. No, there's been, there's been no decline there. It, the, the decline is in vocations. That's, yes. Uh, we're, not, we're not having vocations, religious life in Ireland at the moment. And that's right across the board with all of the, the, uh, the traditional religious orders in Ireland. That was uh, Father Gabriel Kinnahan, uh, guardian of the Franciscan uh, community in Athlone. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.